0: Hey, you busy? mm Okay. Let me run something past you real quick. I'm mad. hmm I hate to be that abrupt once you pick up. First, let me start over. Hey, how you doing? Okay. Um, I'm mad. Can I be unveiled? Transparent? Cause this is a gossip free phone call. Okay. Um, I have noticed that the more that I journey in life the more that I navigate through the streets of these blue and green muddy streets of earth that I'm noticing that there is something that revs up inside of me when it comes to anything that absolutely aligns to an injustice, any form of control, an E or the above. To simply put, The situation at hand. I do not like having my narrative controlled. I absolutely positively I get it now I get the Martin Luther King Jr's <laughs> I get the Malcolm X's I get the Harriet Tubman's like yo I get it I get those individuals that was like look this is uh your last time having any more times uh, telling me what I may or may not do like y'all bugging out Um, does your job give random drug screens because I'm more than certain that you're smoking something the way that you think that you're gonna control my narrative I I am done with people thinking that they own a pen a stylus or any utensil to the book of my life I no longer want people thinking or even being under the delusion to think that they control any aspect of my life I I, I totally get Harry's he help me to be like bro you didn't birth me Nor do you give me the uh the air I need to breathe. Nor does you breathe the soul into my situation. But you get you get to control if I'm free, Bruh, I don't have no price tag on me. (laughs) This ain't no goodwill human being. Like what you doing? I'm sorry, like. That's not going to work. I, you're going to tell me because of the color of my skin that I may or may not be able to do what? Go on somebody's bus and not decide where I can sit, that I can't drink from? Like, who are y'all talking to? No, I'm sorry. Martin, you march. I'm going to go ahead and use another, you know, form of um, communication that may or may not do, you know, well with nonviolence. But at this point, um, I, I, I get it. I get feeling like stacks are against you. But, bro, who made those stacks? And as a matter of fact, let's get to the foundation of those stacks and let's do something that sounds a lot like you do not get to build anything that you think I'm not going to use as a a, – bro, I will become the world's most awesomest rock climber before I ever let somebody think they're building something that that is going to work against me. And I'll tell you what this is coming from, and I'm going to go ahead and be completely unveiled. As I am continuing to identify truly and authentically what success means to me I realized that on the at the end of that road someone is controlling some portion of it right Let's just go ahead and do the two proverbial paths you can be an entrepreneur the government gets to say uh, how much taxes you you know should be paying. They get to go ahead and say what you can and cannot do. Is, there's some regulations and whatever your sphere of influence is that you can and cannot. Like, you know, you got some labor laws. You have some other things and how you decide to organize your business, whether it's an LLC, a sole proprietorship, an Inc., you know, E all the above. There's certain things within that framework of the how you organize your business that gets to confirm whether or not you can have certain people work for you how many people you can get work for you how your bank account should be structured how your employees should be paid? so somebody is narrating that right and you have to play to the tune of that song because those were the words and the melodies that you decided to walk the path of and that's fine. Then you have your corporate, right? And Uncle Sam gets to say, oh, this is how much you bring home. Uh, then th- the fear of influence that you're in, the company, the entity, what have you, gets to say these are the benefits we're willing to give you. This is how much time that we're willing to give you if we do decide to give you pay time off PTO. Uh, also, these are your working hours. This is the time that we expect you to be here. And if we're a little bit over, we expect for you to work a little bit over that. And so somebody is constantly adjusting the gauge of what they need from you and what they want from you. And if you're not careful, it will start to feel like they are controlling you. I got to a point that I said, I'm going to package myself so wonderfully that I'm going to limit anybody's access or ability to tell me no. There will not be an, I'm going to decide very clearly what career path I want, because every piece of education, certification, whatever it is that I need, I'm going to package myself so well that no one gets to tell me no. I'm going to package my craft so well that you will not be able to tell me no. You know why sometimes it's hard watching other people win? Because you will watch somebody win with less than you have. Or with more tenacity than you have. Like, I. that's why I love seeing people win from all walks of life. Because you really, there is no formula. The one formula is, did you do it in the way that brought you, A, the most freedom to narrate your own story. And B, to get the conclusion that you were looking for with less pulling. I'm realizing that in both realms, but especially corporate, People tend to pull more from you than what they're willing to provide for you. And that is a problem for me. I have realized that wherever I go, No matter what path I take, no matter what entity I decide to be a part of, that my work ethic is truly I want to do good work because I am typical type A and I'm results oriented and I have a high need for success. And so I don't care if I am the janitor, I want to be the best janitor that there ever was. It's just the way that I'm wired. However, I have reached a plateau in my own particular peak and that I am. I'm done with someone seeing the asset of me and not willing to add to value me. I had a question posed to me from someone who was externally looking to, you know, get my services and they asked, what are two of the most important things that you look for when you decide to choose a company to partner with, facilitate with e or the above. I said one, uh the work environment. I have now arrived to the location that you're never going to be able to pay me a dollar amount where I don't like working in that environment there. And I will never be able to just tune out all that's happening around me. It is the equivalent of asking me to eat a meal that's delicious in the middle of a disgusting bathroom. You are asking me to go ahead and while somebody else is dumping and while somebody else may be uh, brushing their teeth and while there may be you know some clog and mold and this that and the third that I should ignore the external situations that are occurring in my environment and just continue to eat. But what you don't understand is even if this is not an an internal digesting, this is still an internal digesting. It may not be tangible, but I am definitely ingesting this because my senses, my soul, everything about this says, I don't want to be here. Can you imagine forcing yourself for however many years, however many days, however many hours to be in an environment that literally has the ability to make you sick? that's why secretaries could literally have it where they have high blood pressure and someone else who's a police officer or, or anything else that has more of a high intensity job will be looking at that person like but you sit down all day yeah but they're sitting down in that environment Yeah. How come that relationship is so difficult? (laughs) My relationship, the way that such and such was treating such and such, it was way worse. Yes. But for their wiring and their souls, that relationship was too much. And a lot of times we get the indicators, we get the frustrations, we get the I don't like being here, you you dragging your feet and getting there, you're not taking care of yourself like you used to. There's all these different indicators. And then when a the doctor has to give you an excuse note, because your body said, I need a time out from this environment. Now, all of a sudden, oh, that's all you needed. All you needed was to go to the ER to go ahead and get some fluids and testing done to then go ahead and get a doctor to say two days. So literally what you did was you took the first mm, three days off that you probably never never had to take off before. And now all of a sudden your body's like, thank you. Yeah, maybe you stepped out of that proverbial bathroom and finally got some fresh air. Do you understand that the place that you are planted is the place that you breathe in the most It's the place that you'll start to speak like your coworkers, you'll start to because you start to mimic what you are around the most. And so if someone can change your verbiage, your language, your mannerisms, and just by having a conversation, probably passing here and there, why don't you think that something can happen and corrode you internally, with you just sitting in that? Go ahead and try to stay in and live in anything that has mold, asbestos, an abundance of dust, and see if you don't start sneezing and coughing and hacking. Why? Why is it that you can go in one environment feel stuffy and you'll have to go somewhere completely different to feel free? You think that's just a physical thing? You think your soul doesn't pick any of that up? You think that that's just a, oh, well, you know what? Just work is not supposed to be fun. Nobody said that you will be uh, working at Great Adventures as a child. But work is also not supposed to be toxic to you. And a toxic work environment is way more than profanity being used or um, you know, someone like literally looking like you low key look like you want to get violent in the parking lot of this job. Like what's up? What you want to do? A toxic work environment could also be, man, they don't see my worth. A toxic work environment can be so I literally had the answer to the problem that you guys have been suffering over for however many years. I'm saying it to you. It makes sense to you, but you won't give me the, the leverage, the leadership abilities, the E or the above to make the necessary changes that will be required to give everybody a breath of fresh air. And for whatever the reason, you decided, I know that that probably makes more sense, but keep doing it the way that it's been done. Why? Toxic work environment looks like someone is literally... Um, their work capacity is not aligned with their role and you have to work closely with them and there's no work around no wraparound outside of like bruh I'm going to look outside of this job like I don't know what else to say I don't know if I need to complain I don't know if I need to have another sit down but I'm not sitting down another time to tell you that the job description is telling on you that you are not competent enough to sit here with me across from me anything with me because it seems like the moment you put your thumbprint on it, it is barbecue sauce on homework and it seems It's like all my efforts are going down the drain. I'm starting to realize the importance of not having someone control my narrative. And I started to get really angry because I now have access to information that I'm now starting to see it in a different light. Somebody can look at your resume and say, "Mm," in a snapshot if they feel like you're worthy or not someone can then look at your work ethic and say mm and decide where you fit on the pay scale. Someone can then go ahead and look at um all that you do on a day-to-day basis and decide yeah, but do more. Someone can decide the fact that someone is deciding portions of my life that uh may or may not directly affect my livelihood is a problem for me. And I'm now starting to pose this new question to myself when I start to feel that indicator in me rising up like an Atlanta Falcon, if you will, shouts out to my husband as his team. Uh, I'm going to now pose this question to myself. Oh, you mad? Okay. So what's the foundational root of it? And let's pull it. So I, I, I found myself, um, if, I, if I'm go ahead and tell myself, don't tell me that I told you uh for the last couple of months, I've been negotiating hinting, pitching the any idea uh for management to realize that I am grossly underpaid mm-hmm. grossly underpaid, bought it up did it, did my own analysis. Yeah, I see cuz me I'm not going to talk you. Uh I'm not going to hold you. I'm going to go ahead and and show you some visual presentation to show you exhibit A B C D E or the above. Uh for what I'm saying, I'm backing up ba- backing up uh cuz like the deacon, is Cardi said, uh all the things that I am saying, I'm not just flowing because I like to talk. I'm flowing because I'm showing you at the end of this conversation I need some progressive movement in the direction that I'm requesting. And so I had leadership look me in my face and admit that I'm grossly underpaid because of the way that my position is structured. It doesn't, I am outperforming and I'm doing way more than what my job description says. (laughs) Welcome to America, right? Uh, I'm also not being paid according to what I should be paid because they have, the way that they structured it is, it was only a lower or very minimal education and experience needed. And so when they structured and I pitched the idea initially to be in this decision, I didn't know the ins and outs of, oh, but let me also make sure that they are structuring this educational piece and this job description so that it makes sense uh, pay-wise. When I saw what I would be doing, I was excited. That was the idea that I pitched. When I saw my check, I was like, who do I need to talk to? Yeah, because what happened? <laughs> um, I'm sorry. So in their mind, oh, okay, then I'll pitch the idea for there to be more pay scale steps added to your particular, you know, job description. Cool, but what you just said is there, for each step, it takes one year for me to get there. uh, And so it's going to take six years for me to even break even to what I was used to making at prior jobs. No, that's not going to work. So for the last couple of months, I have been having the same conversation in different ways. And so finally, it pieced off with me being told, don't worry, it's coming. I'm sorry, are we giving birth to a child? Um, What are we talking about that while your check continues to grow and mine stays in the same bar uh, what is the holding on who's holding on and why do we have to hold on that was the foundational issue for me I never hear me loud and clear I never want any aspect of my life for someone to be able to control when they give it to me for someone to be able to say mm, I know you want this but I'm gonna drag my foot There should be no relationship that you know that you are supposed to be a wife that buddy's like, I know, I know. And he's giving you whatever the excuses are. But in your heart, you like, listen, at this point it's either wife or nothing, because what I'm not going to do is have you hold me up on the one aspect of my life that I can't change by myself. But I definitely won't have it that you hold up my narrative. I definitely won't have it that I won't be promoted to something that I desire until you realize that I'm worth it. How many years? How many hold you downs? How many ride or dies? How many titles do you need to give me? How many Christmases and birthdays and thoughtfulness? Like how, how much do I have to perform in this role for you to go ahead and decide, you know what, you're worthy. To put something on my finger that I now feel like, you know what, he finally got it. Are we really waiting for people to do that? Are we... Uh, is that what we're doing? No, you're not going to look me in the eyes and admit to me how awesome I am, how much you value me, how much your family loves me, how much, and give me all this pristine compliments. And at the same time, um, I'm looking at the left hand, and it looks real, real um, naked. And I'm like, what's up? And you can't give me anything that will remotely make me understand that you understand my value, but I don't see it expressed on my hand. I am not going to continue to work in a in a position of any magnitude where you see what I do, you see the hard work that I'm putting in, you are pulling more from me than you are adding unto me and be able to look me in my eyes and say I'm an asset and say good work and give me the claps and give me the email praise or whatever you express it. But when I look at the parts that show me that I have value, which is making executive decisions putting more to my salary, giving me more leeway to make things better. You look me in the eyes but to say thumbs up, but you look at the parts that value me and I feel thumbs down. Never again will I allow someone to control that the level of completion should be once I have a child. Once you go ahead and promote, you know, and get into motherhood, or once you go ahead and have home ownership, or once you go ahead, there will never be anyone else who can walk into my life, stomp their muddy shoes onto the sensitive fabrics of my life and my soul, and then have no consequence to cleaning that up. Because when you track. Unto my soul, without leaving any other imprint of, I'm sorry, I'm going to value you. You know what? You are right. I'm going to recognize this. You know what? There was something about that that transaction that didn't really. I, I see how much of an asset you are to my life. I, I show you. Here's what I what I've learned with being a Christian. A uh, true acknowledgement is sacrifice. Yeah, when we accept this salvation, it wasn't like, hey, just real quick, you know, just say a couple things in the mirror, you know, a little candy man situation, and then you can go ahead and be Say, No, the Bible says, oh, no, you're going to be one of mine. I want you to make a public declaration by um, confessing it with your mouth, believing it in your heart, and then I also want you to be baptized. I don't know anything in life that you can commit to without adding value to. I don't know anything in life that you can go ahead and say. It's like walking past the house and saying, I love this home. And then when they tell you how much the home is, you're like, hmm. And then you walk away. Either you don't love the home or you don't have what's needed to establish the home. But don't hold anyone else up who is ready, who maybe have their ducks in a row. Don't hold anyone else up because you know that you don't have what it takes to occupy it now don't hold up nobody from being a wife because you know you're not ready right now don't hold up anyone from um making the funds and living the lifestyle that they would truly love to live and telling them oh you know it's coming it's on its way uh if you know that y'all are not going to put this together where it makes sense the bottom line of it all is stop wasting people's time and it got me angry it got me angry and I said I- I'm 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 going to be honest with you. I made this declaration from this day forward. I pinky promise to myself that there will never, ever, ever be any portion of my life. And for this particular portion of my in my season of life, it's a career that somebody gets to control my narrative listen I already know what I'm going to be making from corporate because that's what I'm going to give and I'm going to package myself and y'all going to give me that because that's what I want but then that's the last time that somebody gets to control what I make and how much of it I make that's the last time that somebody gets to have the bulk of my time and then also not giving me the bulk of my money that's the last time that I get to go ahead and show that I'm an asset but you I'm platinum, but you're treating me like I'm um, sterling silver. Um, We have a problem. We don't see eye to eye on how this relationship is supposed to work. It's very lopsided. And at this point, I'm going to go ahead and just deem it uh, uh, corporate abuse at this point. And so what I said to myself was, this is not the only way that I'm going to make my money. This is not the only way that I'm going to express my talents and my gifts. This is not the only way that I'm going to receive information that shows me that I'm an asset, I'm going to do something within this next decade, the next five to 10 years of my life, that I am going to step back and see it is good. I do not want to create any parts of my life that when I step back, it doesn't feel good and it doesn't look good. You're not going to pay me a whole bunch of money to never be able to enjoy it. And you're not going to also pay me mediocre and inhabit where you get the bulk of my time. We are going to find what success means to us. I'm talking to the both of us. You are going understand? that okay great we are going to find out what success means to both of us we are going to find it we're going to put pen to paper we're going to execute and we're going to bulldoze anybody who thinks they're going to stay in the way of that because if you don't know I'm from New York so we don't really do well with the wimpiness I'm putting on my proverbial tims and we're making it happen I wish I would I wish you would I wish anybody who knew us would continue to allow somebody to walk into our lives and then as we're walking out empty-handed, they're walking out full. No more times do we get to show someone, listen, I'm a good wife while I'm still your girlfriend. No more times do I get to show you, listen, I got executive leadership skills while I'm still this associate, while I'm still this lower-grade, pay-grade person, this hourly-paid person. No more times do I get to keep helping everybody become the bride while I'm still the bridesmaid. No more time do I get to help anybody continue to get to where they're supposed to get to, and then meanwhile I look back and nobody's reaching back for me. I'm sorry, what happened to um No Home Girl Left Behind? What's up? Do you understand that? It's something about getting fired up with a righteous anger, getting fired up in a different way. No, no, see, we, I think we've been kind of brainwashed to believe that anger is not a good thing because the Bible says be slow to be slow to speak, be slow to anger, be quick to listen. And I get that. But the part that you forgot is that um, God said He it's okay to get angry. Bruh, I literally watched... You need to go with, read your Bible. I don't want to gossip about you, but like there's some parts of the Bible that if you really started digging in you, like bro, buddies did not play and they did not. They did not. Elisha in second Kings, um, some kids was making fun of him, ball head, ball head. Yeah, that's you. <laughs> and did some of that. Elisha was like, what you say? Oh, okay. And called out bears to so go ahead and maul them. Uh, was that not anger? Huh? Oh, that was? Oh, okay. And then and another, um, cause it seemed like all, all the heat is in Kings. Uh, it seemed like what happened then, uh Elijah, okay, because Elisha and Elijah are two two different people, very much angry. Um, Elijah was going ahead and talking to some boys. They had something they need to say, and he was like, Um, I think what I'm gonna go ahead and do is uh I'm gonna call fire down from heaven. Not one time not to bruh he called down fire from heaven where it killed 50 people at one time and they were like oh well let's try it again okay so i'm gonna call fire from heaven down again so i need jesus what he do he went ahead and he was flipping tables sir (laughs) why because y'all dare make my father's house a den of thieves like who y'all talking to are you kidding me like when abraham heard that y'all took lot he was like yo Shraddle up the shraddle up like bruh is we're going on a trip. Like I'm so angry. Like things was happening. It's like oh, you know what? But I, I think that we, we don't read that, those parts of the Bible and, and relate. We know we think that God is just holy, 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 and you know, and we're just supposed to be holy, holy and just ah slap somebody and mm, they slap us and ah take it 70 more times and uh ooh, and then you your cheeks is red. Like <laughs> pause, but like you feel me? Like we just think we we're supposed to be walking mad. So, no, let me reintroduce the Bible to you. Ephesians 4. You know, I read in the NOT version, uh, verse 26 says and do not sin by letting anger control you don't let the sun down go don't let the sun go down while you are still angry 27 for anger gives a foothold to the devil and when you go ahead and search that a little bit more what do you mean um don't don't be angry you know be angry but don't sin it's because a lot of people found themselves in jail when they did huh but <laughs> like real talk i don't know what happened i just blacked out like And so you kill some folks? Why you do that? I don't know. I just ran over, took my car, and just started playing human bumper cars. Why you do that? Like, what's really happening over there? And the point of the matter is, if not in a controlled, contained, understood fashion, anger will be the thing that leads people to a place that they don't have enough money to come back from. They don't have enough I'm sorry's to come back from. They don't have enough or the above to come back from that's not the kind of anger I'm talking about I'm talking about seeing the injustice and saying you know what I'm about to put a stop to, to whatever it is that's going to be a hurdle for the rest of my life from a descendant's life like can I say something real quick and I'm going to get a little deeper than I need to pause but at this point I get why certain slaves was like nah I'd rather jump off this boat <laughs> and be at the bottom of this ocean before I let y'all control the narrative of my life when I eat when I work are you going to hit me I can't hit you back like that's a lot when somebody starts to build up this internal tenacity that says i'm starting to see a pattern i don't like the pattern and i'm going to stand up to break the pattern not only for me not only for everybody else but it's going to change for generations to come why do you think there's so many ted talks with people wanting to give the epiphany that they had and it's, it's all these different things that you can find on youtube people are done people are tired and i pose to you oh you're mad so what you gonna do What them boys say when they start to want to fight, so what's up? What's up? Like, yeah, like, shoulder to shoulder, what's up? At this point, I'm done, bruh. We are not talking anymore. I promise you, you can pick up the phone when I call because we're not going to keep doing the loop-de-loop. We are no longer going to have it where we are continuously hitting our head in the same place proportion. Like, bro, I'm not getting this, uh, mm-mm, I'm not about to create a, a birthmark on my own forehead. I realize what it is. It's rigged in a way. It's either a political game, it's either, you know, who do you know, it's either, it's a lot of different games, but it's a game that I'm going to go ahead and get the cheat code from, because I believe that's where the favor of God comes from, and then I'm going to go ahead and play this game in so many different ways that I'm, I'm going to fashion myself that nobody else can tell me no, or matter of fact, I'm going to fashion myself that I will no longer feel like I'm losing. I am now really... D- diving headfirst into learning all kinds of uh, financial advice and things that will bring us ahead. I didn't know that they had certain laws because real estate is literally 80% of how someone's financial portfolio can grow and so they started putting certain laws in place where minorities couldn't afford real estate and so now that i'm starting to see how this is going i'm like time out by the year 2053 i saw on on somebody's TED talk on youtube they were like the the minority median household income is going to be zero who's who's No, no, we not. No, we not. Uh, I'm about to change this whole thing, bro. I'm gonna have so many streams of revenue that it's gonna be absolutely not. And not only for myself, but I'm gonna break the code. I like at some point, mark my words. I'm gonna have a consulting business to show us all the way that we are losing because we don't know how to win. It's one thing to not know how to win and you losing. It's another thing to think that you can only win one way. Yeah, getting that degree is what's up and that's what I'm getting ready to do. Yeah, getting those certifications it's what's up and don't, trust me, I'm right behind you. Yeah, corporate's going to give you what you pay. But at the same time, um, everything that you do, like your time is literally your money. And these people get to control how much money they're going to give you for your time. They know I'm going to create a new way to monetize my time. Y'all bugging. And what is the that stench that y'all are smoking so I can tell the local authorities. I'm done, bruh. Like, I'm done. I'm at the point of my own life that I'm like, can I just go ahead and say something? I want to win... And fashion my win that is not correlated to anybody else, but the leading of the Holy Spirit, the door that God opened up for me, and how consistent I decided to keep walking down the path. I wish I would stay for any company for however long and y'all decided how much I was going to make for the whole entire time. What was the point of dedicating 20 years to you if you wasn't going to pour back into me? What was your pour back? It was the retirement plan? Okay. And then I get a percentage of this little bit of pay when I'm done? Like, y'all bugging. So, from now on, free game, bruh. Free game. We live in a world now that we have all this information. There's no reason why we should be ignorant to nothing. I wish I would complain that these prices is too high for whatever. Guess what? I'm getting ready to find a way to get through the back door because I'm so glad that God didn't just create the front door. There's so many different doors. There's windows. There's I read something in the Bible where Buddy had his friends put him down through the roof and you complaining about not being able to get through the front door. I wish you would. I wish you would. At this point, it has to be more. It has to mean more to you. And it has to mean more than just complaining. Like, literally, we have learned to win in alternate ways. That's why certain cultures just go ahead and just, yo, we don't, they don't have nothing. They don't have no assets. They don't have nothing in the bank. See, they qualify for welfare. They qualify for the free child care. They qualify because you show people, what's the point of working hard if you're just going to pay me equally to the people who do? What's up? Like, we learned it, but we just learned it in an ignorant way. We learned it in the perverted way way. It's time to win. What if you knew that if you worked hard, you'll get more for working harder? Would that mean something to you? Oh, you perked up a little bit. Why don't you find the thing that you want to do that will allow you to create that avenue? It's not one way to win. I spoke to someone who is literally making six figures as an entrepreneur, came back into the corporate world to also make six figures in a corporate world. And when I asked, so how come you still have you still have your business? He was like, yeah. I said, so why are you here? He was like the benefits. Your health insurance is expensive when you're an entrepreneur. That's what I'm talking about. Play this how you want to play it. Make it make sense to you. Don't have these people play you on any regard. Don't have these people tell you, no, you can't live somewhere because of your credit. Who are you talking to? Bro, I'm going to fashion myself in a way I'm going to be the credit queen. You're never going to be able to tell me no. You're never going to be able to make me feel like I'm losing because I didn't package myself right. The only way that I'm going to allow you to go ahead and and usher this L into my life is because I'm going to have to look in the mirror and take the responsibility I didn't fashion myself accordingly. God gives favor, God gives insight, God gives a lot of things, but he also goes ahead and he puts his super on your natural. You have to naturally do something for it to be supernaturalized. That's a new word. Have a nice day so that he can go ahead and usher some things through your life. Yeah, I'm sorry. People are not getting pregnant no more through the Holy Spirit. Man, is just not falling down from heaven. Things are not just happening hocus pocusy anymore. You got to go ahead and put um, foot to pavement and make some stuff happen. You got to do what the Israelites did. You got to go fight for the land that you want. It's the land of milk and honey. You know that it is. You see how big the fruit is, but you see the giants. And so now you are starting to figure out how you can go ahead and be comfortable with losing. So you want to go back to Egypt and be a slave? I wish you would. I'm done. I'm going to go ahead and declare it now. I'm mad. My challenge to you, are you mad enough to do something about it? Oh, you mad? So what's up? What you you getting ready to do? Because I can tell you what I'm getting ready to do. Bro, I'm getting ready to write down every single thing that I can possibly do. How many ways I can flip encouraging people. How many ways that I can authentically, legally use my spiritual wiring, my natural talents. It's getting ready to be a decade of explosion because I'm going to spill all over earth. There's nobody else that's going to tell me what I can and cannot do. You can have a nice day. That's one of the reasons why I stopped trying to be the marriage and family therapist. Is because you told me I can't practice without this many years, without this certificate, without this license. I want to help people now, and you're telling me that I have to wait in a very saturated market to help people. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna flip it. I'm gonna find another way to help people, and I, and God's going to go ahead and my gift is going to make room for me, and it's gonna. He's going to draw all men to me, and I don't have to search anything. If God allowed it that the animals found Noah, then whatever God. has from me is going to find its way to me. And we are going to just go ahead and be consistent. We're going to go out there and just do whatever we feel God has impressed upon our heart. And we're going to do it. And we're going to watch it grow. If you dedicate 20 years to an entity, to a company that's not even yours. If you give five and four and six years to a relationship that you're not even married in. Won't you start investing in yourself in a different way where you start seeing return on your investment. Oh, you mad? Do something. Yeah, that's a threat. Yeah, and I, and I spit a little bit when I said it. It is what it is. What you going to do? You mad? Oh, you mad? So do something. But listen, I feel like you got what you needed. No, because I'm going to have to go ahead and fast forward through this because I tell you right now, the way that I'm angry, I don't want to take it out on you, but I do at the same time. So do you get the message? Um, You know what these conversations are. They're life-provoking conversations, conversations that not the average person going to have with you, but who, your favorite homegirl. I'm going to go ahead and tell you this. When we have a conversation for a year from now, I promise you I'm not going to look the same. Today is the last day that someone else controls the narrative of anything that's important to me. The absolute end. Do you understand that? You can come aboard, but I'm already in motion. You understand? Okay. I'll talk to you later, though. Mm-hmm. Later.